Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Cap City Presents Podcast. My name is Andy Remex Moreno, and I will be your host. Our show is dedicated to raising the voices of those that work in and around the music industry. I'm super psyched to have my guests on the show today. They go by the name of Slender Dan. They just released their latest EP, The Waking Life. Um, you may also be familiar with them from their other project, Tiger Rider. Um, I'm super thrilled to have them on the show. I really hope to see them at Catchella coming up uh, this next year. Uh, what is up? Heather and Patrick, how are y'all doing? Good. Great, we're doing great. I forgot about Catchella. <laughs> Still <funny>. right now. <laughs> uh. Who are you psyched to see on that lineup? Man, every single band. And all the comments of people adding more cat bands that we forgot about. Yeah, right. that was really good. So so to the listeners out there, um, uh, I made up this fake flyer since, you know, I miss booking so much. I made this fake flyer for a fake music festival called Catchella and it was all bands with cat themed names so there was Black Pumas there was uh, uh, Taco Cat etc Cat Stevens you know all the good ones um, do y'all want to introduce yourselves <laughs> sure um, we're Slender Dan I'm Heather and oh, I'm Patrick <laughs> um, I I mostly do the singing and you know we split songwriting and whatnot and I play some of the instruments and Patrick does all the beat making, um, production, mixing. He sings a little bit too. A little bit. <laughs> awesome. Sweet. So uh, we will get into the, uh, to the project, uh, The Waking Life. But uh, before, before we get into that, I've, I've been starting out this, uh, this interview or these interviews uh, with this question for, for artists. Uh, I want you to picture yourselves one year ago today. Uh, what was going on in your minds? It would have been April of 2020. Mm, fun, fun times. <laughs> that Indeed. was yeah that was a little <laughs> scary there was uh some um you know craziness right up the street from us and we were we were a little bit uh worried about we have these big bay windows at our house we were a little bit worried about those being we were looking around at how much furniture we have if we needed to board up windows yeah, yeah. society yeah. lost <laughs> any and all structure it's kind of crazy you know we were having conversations like, will money matter? You know, things like that at that point in time. Um, yeah, it was, it, it's, yeah. It was wild. It, was so, it feels like so long ago, but it was really just yesterday. Yeah, time doesn't really exist anymore. <laughs> That's one thing I've learned. Exactly. <laughs> so. Uh, did you have to cancel many shows as a result of the shutdowns and everything? Yeah, we had a few booked and they were, they were on the fence for a while and then... Um, uh, it was wasn't until like big businesses and venues started closing that we were like, oh, okay, go to um, you know come up with a new strategy and um, so we started doing uh, cover songs with with Tiger Rider, something to you know f- keep feeling like there was a music scene happening and we did a few live streams. We did one for Tim's Tavern, we did one for Nectar, we did one for the Big Building Bash, yeah, uh, Grounded Escape Arts, yeah. Um, yeah. so those were, those were fun. It's not the same, but it, it was, you know, something to supplement the lack of shows going on. For sure. Shout out grounded, by the way, Hex and Mary miss y'all. Can't wait to see y'all in person again and all that good stuff. Same. What are your thoughts on live streams versus, uh, you know, performing in front of a crowd? It's, it's really fun and it's nice that it's so calm, but mm-hmm. man, is it awkward after the song? <laughs> <laughs> There's two people silently <laughs> staring at you because <laughs> they can't make noise because they're holding a camera. <laughs> um, it is 
It's different. It's certainly different. It's different. Yeah, there's there's no um, energy transfer between the audience and the and the band. There's no um, being able to react to anything. It's just a one way. Uh, it's like having a one way conversation. It's it's uh, they're still fun and it's being captured in a way that you know the audience might not get to see live. Like um, same way when you watch a football game on TV, it's like you almost get a better view than if you're there in person. It's because you're seeing up close and stuff. So that's that's kind of interesting, but it's, yeah, it's not the same. It's I prefer live shows. I think you do too, right? I think I prefer pre-recorded live shows too because internet glitches, you know, just things happen and mm-hmm. I want to hear the whole show if I'm going to watch it. So that's, it's so fun that it's live, but also you, yeah, you sacrifice in certain ways. Mm. Yeah, I'm very lucky at my at my day job. I'm allowed to like prop my phone up and listen to headphones all the time. So I I you know if I miss the big building shows, then you know I I can just like watch them there. I've cut I've cut most of my live stream shows while I'm at work. Nice. So it's it's nice. So that way I can't say like oh I missed your so you know sorry I missed your set. You know <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> that you have the ability to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like nowadays we don't have an excuse like, oh, sorry, I missed your set. Oh, well, you can watch it now. I know. <laughs> At any time that's convenient. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the future. And um, I know y'all are both members of a Tiger Rider also. Uh, are you two, or are, are all of y'all still practicing together? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're actually working on um, a full-length album of... It's almost done. We 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 turned it into a larger project than it needed to be, as usual. That's like, so we we have uh, five, maybe six music videos to accompany it, and um, it's just about mixed. We're on like our fifth round of mixing notes and uh, adjustments and things. So it's it's really close. Yeah. We're hoping like in a month or two we'll start rolling it out. But um, yeah, but we've been chipping away at that this whole time. So mm-hmm. it's been nice to have a big project. Word. Are y'all gonna wait till uh, like live music comes back to to release that project, or are you gonna release it before then? Probably before then. Yeah. Who can be sure of what's happening? Okay. Yeah. So we're we're sitting on it, and it's been a while since the last release, so we're thinking just, just go start for it. it. Yeah, yeah. For sure. And then, uh, how did y'all get this uh, project, uh, Slender Dan, started? You know, away from Tiger Rider. Well, Patrick has made beats for forever. Um, you know, electronic numbers, and he was just showing them to us, and I really took an interest in them one day, and just, we started writing melodies, and, you know, some instrumental parts on top of it, and that's kind of how Slender Dan came to be. It was just something fun to do, musical, while there wasn't a lot of live music going on. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and we have, we all live in a house together, everyone in Tiger Rider, so we just, yeah, oh, we have this basement space that we're in, and that's kind of where most of it happened mm. yeah okay and then uh what's up with the name who is dan why are they so slender you know what's what's the story behind that <laughs> i um i just what is the story behind i don't that? even know yeah <clears throat> so it's it's like a play on slender man but i i think i just labeled right. i made a beat one day and just called it slender dan uh as a joke for heather and then um, we were trying to think of a band name and just landed on that. But but I can't tell you how many people have asked if we are a Steely Dan cover band. Yeah. Ooh. And I, I, we never thought of Steely Dan the whole time. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. 
Oh man, I would love to hear like a uh, you know like a techno remix of like Kid Charlemagne or something like that by Steely Dan. So you know, something it's something to think about, something to keep in the back. It's pocket, on our you list. Know? Yeah, <laughs> I think we owe it. Yeah. <laughs> we owe it to him. <laughs> Do y'all by chance know the band uh, Linda from Work? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, I had them on the show, and we were talking about how they were gonna do a cover of a Linda Lon- uh, of a Linda Ronstadt sh- song. So it'd be like Linda covering Linda. Yeah. So it'd be virtually the same thing. Yeah. It's so easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they would kill that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you just put out your EP, "The Waking Life." Uh, what can you tell listeners about this project? Um, each song is kind of its own topic. I would say. Yeah, it just ex- explores different things that we were either going through or into at the time, different, different, um, you know, concepts or emotions or whatever. And it's, it's, um, it's just kind of an exploration of those. And we tried to um, tie them all in together and make it feel like one long track. And um, we recommend people listen to it in headphones as, as kind of like, you know, a little experience or a little, uh, you know, audio movie, if you will, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. We definitely deal with a lot of, um, you know, what was the term you had yesterday? Uh, not me- not mental discovery, but... Oh, like, you know, just living like um, like a well-examined life, that kind of... Um, so it's just, yeah. it's just kind of that, like, you know, um, instead of, like, the usual tropes that you hear in songs, we tried to do something a little bit... Uh, the feelings that everyone feels, but maybe you don't get talked about as much, that kind of stuff. Like Well Accomplished okay. Man, for example, is um, just largely about, you know, negative self-talk. And it, it I mean, it, you wrote the lyrics after having kind of a panic attack. I yeah, guess. yeah. It was like, it was not really panic. It was like um, I had, uh, it was the night before I turned 30. I had kind of a little, little breakdown. <laughs> And, uh, just, you know, you know, wishing, um, or I don't know, wishing I'd use my time better or, um, just kind of reflecting on where I thought I would be at this age and not, you know, as opposed to where I actually was. And, uh, as far as career goals and other kinds of goals and stuff, and it's just, um, there's a big Delta there (laughs) and realizing that and coming to terms with it. And and that's kind of what it's about and that kind of stuff. Yeah. We, we like to sit around and analyze our our inner selves a lot (laughs) (laughs) for sure well hey i'm gonna be 32 here in about a week uh for the listeners out there it's uh it's uh, april 5th that we're recording this yeah i'm gonna be 32 you know in a in about a week now uh just so you know the 30s are awesome so you know wait so are you are you actually 30 now three now how old am i you were born in 87 87 yeah does that make me 33 i don't even know (laughs) Well, happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Likewise. Cards in the mail. <laughs> um, what would you say is your overall message behind uh, this project? Like, uh, is there a theme to it necessarily? I think, yeah, examining your life and examining okay. yourself. And, we're, you know, we're big on psychedelic experiences as well um, and the things that you can learn from them. So through the door, the last song on the EP really deals with that quite a bit. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of the theme of everything we write about and everything we do. Yeah, a little more, more of a um, little more esoteric than like 
um, like love songs or something like that. You know, you hear, we hear a lot about that stuff. So it's uh, we just tried to explore like just some different different things. For sure. Uh, was this recorded and written like during the pandemic or before the pandemic? Started a little beforehand, mm. um, but of course, the whole last year heavily shaped uh, how these songs mm-hmm. came together. And we do have more material in the bank mm-hmm. um, that was definitely crafted up last year um, that deals with you know themes of instability and societal happenings and whatnot. And so, um, yeah, definitely was worked on a lot during this pandemic. Yeah, for sure. And uh, you even have a uh, visuals for every song. How did how did you uh, create those, or who who created the visuals behind all the songs? That would be well. We both walked around and drove around Seattle, mm-hmm. Bellevue, this whole area, and just filmed a bunch of things that we thought would look cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Patrick put mm-hmm. it all together, kind of overlaying all the images and making. Uh, I mean, I love it. <laughs> I love what you did with the super kind of overlaid artsy. It's yeah. It's the the video. The video accompanying accompaniment is like uh, a little bit less accessible. I think it's, it doesn't look like a like a typical music video. It's a little bit more dense or psychedelic or whatever you want to call it. But uh, we tried to match the tone right. of the of the album, which is pretty dense musically and um, not like you know heady, but you know uh, just just a lot going on in each track. Um, so yeah, we just tried to find visuals in and around the city. Uh, some some stuff I I. Uh, filmed on the plane on my way back mm-hmm. to visit my parents in Boston, and um, yeah, just put it all together to try and match the mood of each song, that kind of thing. That was all filmed during the pandemic. It was uh, that was something we For were sure. able to do. Was just you know we do live together, and so the two of us being able to get in a car and drive around and walk around in nature and downtown, uh, we didn't have to go in anywhere or utilize a big crew or anything like that. So. Um, it was kind of a good pandemic well, DIY activity. project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah, I've actually found a, a new like a, a a new love for uh, hiking. You know, throughout the whole pandemic. Nice. Uh, where are the where are the cool spots to go hiking up where you're at up in Seattle? Well, we live in Renton, so um, oh, Tiger okay. Mountain's really close. Cougar Mountain's pretty close. Right. Yeah, tons of places. Where do you hike normally? I mean, uh, there there are just so many parks here. I mean, I, I'm based in, in Olympia, so, you oh, know, there's, like, Priest Point Park, there's Bur- Burfoot Park, there's, uh, you know, the uh, the Olympic National Forest is right here. It's, like, a 20-minute drive from my house, you nice. know. Nice. I'll have to get down there. Yeah, we're not far from nature. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, come down. I mean, there's, there's you know, there's a ghost town around here called uh, Bordeaux that's worth checking out. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff just all up and down western Washington. I love this I love this Ghost area. Town. We should definitely do that. I know. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Actually, I, you know, I've got a ton of uh, ghost towns that y'all should be checking out here in Washington in particular. You'll have to email us a so, list. Yeah, we can, we can talk about that in the overtime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what inspired you to create something so different from a tiger rider? Like, who are your influences? Well, we have a lot of influences that sound like tiger rider and also that don't. Um, I think the two of us have always kind of wanted to create this kind of music um, as well as Tiger Rider's style. You know, I love the ability mm-hmm. to do different genres. So <laughs> yeah, it's, are... it's fun. Yeah. It's, it's, um, and I'm like, everyone, everyone has, you know, pretty eclectic taste. It's, you know, 
um, very few people say, oh, I only listen to this one band over. It's, right. it's um, yeah, so it's just exploring some of the other stuff that we like to listen to and try to make something that sounds uh, like in that vein, something that we would want to listen to, you know. I think our influences are mostly mm-hmm. um, like Tom York, Mike Snow. Um, Billy. Billy Eilish, Sylvan Esso. Um, little Katy Perry. Yeah, little Katy Perry. We do. There's so many cool, like, uh, <laughs> you know, melody, harm, you know, melodic, harmonic ideas, uh, like production ideas in, in some of these pop songs that, yeah. you know, uh, like on a surface level, you can go like, oh, yeah, it's cookie cutter. It's, it's you know, banal, whatever. But uh, if you, like, pay attention, there's some really cool stuff in these yeah. songs. So we were really just uh, honing an appreciation for all all forms of pop and electronic music. Mm-hmm. Michelle? Uh, I got to ask, where, uh, what program do you use to make beats on? Uh, primarily Logic. Logic Pro. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah. My best friend and my roommate, he uses Fruity Loops for everything, so I'm always curious to see how how, how, uh, how all these producers, you know, are making making those sweet beats. I love beats, yeah. personally. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've, I'm familiar with Fruity Loops. Yeah. Do you make <laughs> beats yourself? Uh, I I used to so I that's how I became a promoter is I I was a musician at one time there is still an album on Bandcamp that I produced that was like ten years ago um, you'll have to shoot us that too yeah, I want to yeah. hear that yeah yeah <laughs> okay yeah it's just remix.bandcamp.com uh, it was it was so long ago but yeah uh, yeah I used to make beats I'm I'm a sucker for samples like one thing that I love doing like I mentioned at my work I get to wear headphones uh, I'll listen to like I'll find those videos of like they'll play the the song that was you know like an old 70s song and then they'll play the hip hop song that like sampled it. Oh, I love that. That's cool. That is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like one of my one of my favorite uses of samples was um uh Kanye and Jay-Z did the album Watch the Throne and I think it was on there. It's a song called Otis. Uh, oh, okay. One yep, of the yep. coolest uses of a sample I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, it's so sick. That oh no nah, nah. yeah, yeah 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 I know exactly That's what awesome. you're talking about. <laughs> Patrick's pretty big on samples. Every even with Tiger Rider and Slender Dan, he'll always you know a couple weeks go by and then he's like, so uh, I added a sample. What do you guys yeah, think? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah every song. Thing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then I gotta ask, do y'all listen to much hip hop? A little bit. More like '90s okay. hip hop, but yeah, we like okay. the genre. Okay. For sure. I like more uh like the like beat beat makers. Like I like hip hop beat makers. Like um like I like Kanye's beats a million times more than I like his rapping and uh I like uh you know DJ Shadow, RJD2, um you know the the instrumentalist beat makers. That kind of stuff is really I'm big on that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm definitely down with all those names that you mentioned. I I'm a sucker for for hip hop personally. Okay. <laughs> Wu-Tang for, for life <laughs> Wu-Tang is for the kids Again <laughs> Again and again uh, Where are your favorite spots to play in Seattle? What are the spots that y'all miss playing at the most? I mean everywhere But <laughs> I love Sunset Tavern I think that's one of our favorites for sure um, Everywhere is so cool Sunset's cool because the stage is kind of um, tucked in a, a corner, so the audience can uh, be almost all the way around you. So it feels a little bit more intimate, like like shows that um, like our bands used to play back in the day at like a function hall or like a 
Knights of Columbus or whatever they what do you call them out here? Like a an Eagles club. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. So there'd be a lot of concerts back oh, there, okay. you know. Yeah. And the you know the audience would be like almost all the way around you, and that's it's uh, a different kind of energy when when you're not separated by like a barrier and like really tall stage, and you're on the. Yeah. So that's that's a cool spot. But Nectar was really fun. We liked that. Nectar is awesome. Uh, yeah, in, the, in almost the opposite way. I mean, High Dive is a great venue. We love that. Yeah. Uh, Chop Suey, Barboza. Gosh, all of them. <laughs> I like playing um, the lo-fi front room where it's you're just on ground level with, it. you know, this different different uh, energy transfers if you're eye to eye with the audience versus, like, looking over their heads or something. There's something, something different about it. I feel bad for the bartenders for trying sure. to hear people, but... Yeah, I guess right. I guess they're used to it. <laughs> yeah, I guess I've never been to the Lo-Fi, so I, I guess I don't know. Like, do you said that the, that there's one area that you are not on the stage? Is that right? Yeah, they have um, they have a, a stage in the back. It's like a normal a normal venue in the back. It's it's really it's kind of shallow, but it uh, is is wide. Uh, but then they also have this like front room that they do concerts in. They have a little you know makeshift pa set up and um it's just much more intimate and i i like that better i think there's mannequins everywhere it's sure. just kind of it's, a cool place yeah it's cool it's artsy yeah word <laughs> okay uh who are your favorite local bands in the uh, seattle area again so many <laughs> i know yeah we're gonna forget people <laughs> i know um i mean we definitely love high crime sea salt okay um, you know, Dear Heart, The Requisite, Waking Things, Early Warnings. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of our pals that we don't get to see very much <laughs> yeah. anymore. Right. But it, everyone's really just doing such a great job keeping the scene alive online. Um, I'm mm-hmm. really impressed with the Seattle scene this past year. Yeah, it's it is um, it is a very supportive scene comparatively. There was a lot. I I I grew up in Massachusetts and. Um, you know, playing in that scene, it's, it was a little bit more competitive. Like we had, we had friends and, you know, you know, you have like band buddies and band friends and things, but, um, it was a little bit more cutthroat. Everyone out here seems like super supportive. Like, um, like most of the gigs we've gotten have come from recommendations from other bands and stuff. So it's pretty, it's pretty inclusive. The fact that the Seattle musicians page exists. I mean, that's where I've seen your podcast, you know, um, Mm -hmm. Right, right. Yeah, it's it's cool. We have kind of like a way to find each other here. Like a support system, yeah. Yeah. You know, I've heard that from other uh, Seattle musicians that it's just like a big community. Uh, do you think there's anything else about Seattle in particular that makes it a very unique place for musicians? I think a, a lot of musicians either aren't from here or they are, and it's kind of this hub that's in a response to the Seattle freeze maybe, like – I'm a believer that that exists. <laughs> I mean, I'm not from here, so <laughs> I think that exists. And I think that a lot of people try to do what they can to prove that wrong, mm-hmm. I guess, especially in the music scene. It just, I don't know. Like in spite of this uh, rumor reputation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, also, there's also like a ton of history here, too. So it's like it, I feel like um, there's like pressure to bring your A game a little bit. Yeah because like so many great mm-hmm. bands came from and played these same venues you know it's um it's kind of i think there's a belief in um smaller bands here too um like i'm i'm from the la area and no bigger venues are going to talk to you you know there's too much going on it's mm-hmm. just 
mm-hmm. cutthroat, cutthroat. Um, but here, yeah, like Nirvana started in small venues. Jimi Hendrix is from here. Like, there's just kind of a belief in the local musicians, and I think that that that's really cool. Word. And y'all mentioned that you're you're both transplants. You're not from Seattle. What brought you? What brought y'all to Seattle then? I was in Tiger Rider already, um, and we we were in L.A. We just wanted a change. You know, we wanted to go up the coast, so we thought Portland or Seattle, and we just ended up choosing Seattle for no reason. Uh, Nick had never been here. <laughs> you know, we just sure. drove up, and then you had a similar reason, right? Yeah, I, I wanted to um, – I, I just didn't want to be – uh, living in my hometown my whole life. So I, I <clears throat> took a road trip with my friend. Uh, we made it like a big, like a two-week thing on the way out. And I was I was originally planning on Portland because uh, I heard cool things about that scene. And then um, we went up to visit my my friend in Seattle, and I was like, oh, the city's way cooler. <laughs> I wanted to <laughs> – don't tell Portland, I said. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> We've actually met so many musicians that moved here in 2015 uh, just for reasons like that, like Weep Wave, Seesaw. Like, I feel like everyone I know moved here in 2015 just for the hell of it, like just to play music. I don't know what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two musicians that I've, I've played with or that we've played with is uh, are from like 20 minutes away from my hometown too. So it's it's it, and they moved at the exact same oh, time. It's kind of kind of strange my, my buddy from um or he used to be in color works um he uh grew up like right up the street from me really and we never knew each other but um we both ended up playing shows together out here it's pretty cool that's yeah. insane <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> oh and i love that you're dropping so many names of people that i've actually like worked with or i've seen live and stuff and oh it's just warming my little heart right yeah. now yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I, I want to ask y'all this just because, uh, as you know, I'm a promoter and you know, this hasn't been really an easy decision for me or the venues that I've been working with. Um, when will y'all feel comfortable performing in front of like an audience again? Oh, I'm ready. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You book it. We're there. (laughs) Yeah. We'd like to play. Uh, I mean, any any opinions on, you know, like uh, whether or not the crowd is vaccinated or are you just like ready to just like rip the bandaid off? Let's just go. Yeah, people I think people should be able to do what they want to do. Um, you know, wear masks, social distance, be, do, be safe about it. But, yeah, you know. Um, yeah, maybe, you know, capacities, certain discussions could be had at venues of like safety precautions and whatnot. But, yeah. I mean, especially outdoor shows, we're heading into the warmer weather, like, yeah, right, we're right. ready to play, and yeah. I think everyone is ready to get out there. I'm definitely I'm gonna, I'm gonna ready for to everyone. just, like, <laughs> okay, cool. <Yeah. laughs> All right, you heard it here. All right, we're just going to do it, like, tomorrow night, West Side yep. Lanes, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I've actually uh, just had a, a meeting with uh, West Side Lanes, so I'll be, I'll be booking there, you know coming come the fall time you know I, I feel like everybody should have a vaccination by then and i think we'll feel comfortable to you know have you know a hundred people in a room again yeah it's gotta Looking be it's to gotta it. be worth it for the venues too right it costs money to be open and to have everything so yeah exactly. so if you can only have like half capacity it doesn't make sense for them but um there's we'll find a balance find a way to do it yeah outside might be the way for a little bit we've never played um what, what's the what's that venue you mentioned west side lanes 
Oh, West Side Lanes. It's the uh, bowling alley here. It's actually okay. So the bar, it's it's at the bar attached to it, but nobody knows about where nobody knows where O'Malley's is. So I just say West Side Lanes because everybody knows where the bowling alley is in Olympia. Cool. Cool. Oh, is that where? Yeah. Uh, Have y'all put Deerheart filmed that video? No, that was at the uh, different rink. the roller rink in West Seattle. This might have been General Mojo's, or I don't know if it was General Mojo's or um, the Cosmic Shuffle, but those those same dudes. They might have. Uh, I think they played a show there. I remember seeing something. That's cool. Yeah. I don't know if we have played Olympia. We've played Tacoma, which I know is not the same, but <laughs> but we have gotten <laughs> south a little bit. <laughs> but we love to, so hit us up. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I got you. Yeah, uh, where are the other spots that y'all have played outside of uh, Seattle? Is it just Seattle and Tacoma? or We've played Bremerton a few times. That's a that's a cool spot. Everyone's very energetic okay. and yeah. um, like real music lovers out there. It's cool. Yeah, at least with Tiger Rider. I mean, Slender Dan has never played live and maybe never will. We'll see. But, uh, <laughs> Who knows? Um, Not if I have anything to do with it. <laughs> it's in discussion. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we want, we want to play around more for sure. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, uh, yeah, this entire time, like this entire past year, I've just been like adding myself to Facebook groups in different counties and stuff and being like, Hey, where's the live music in these small towns? I personally love sending bands to small towns cause they're just hungry for, you know, yeah. live music. It's mm-hmm. not like a place like Olympia where it's like, Oh, another show, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. people actually want to be there. <laughs> Supply and demand, right? I'd love to play in like exactly. Sultan. Is that how you say it? Sultan. 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 Uh, yeah. <laughs> I hear there's cool venues up there. Um, Sultan. Yeah. Yeah. We got to get around more. Sounds good. We'll we'll talk after after. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've I've got some ideas. I've got some ideas cooking here already. <laughs> uh, do y'all have any goals for the year of twenty twenty one? Put out all this music. Yeah, more music. We have, um, I don't even know how many songs, like, ready to go. And then we have a bunch more in the works. And This year is so exciting and intimidating. It's <laughs> just, you know, 14-song mm-hmm. album with Tiger Rider. Uh, and then we have another album with Slender Dan ready to go, basically. Um, so it's just kind of when. <laughs> And are we going to have music right. videos ready in time? Are we going to yeah. stop wanting to change things? You know, um, so I think that's our goals. Yeah, got a year. ton of stuff to release. It's I'm I'm pretty pumped about it. Awesome. Thank you all for tuning into the Cap City Presents podcast. I've been your host, Andy Remax Moreno. And uh, on our show, we've had Heather and Patrick of Slender Dan and of Tiger Rider. Uh, before we go, I want to get into some final thoughts from y'all. Uh, is there anybody that y'all want to shout out? Although we can list those bands again. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I'm I'm recording my buddy Chris's album. It's called uh, Critters. He's from um, Waking Things. He's doing a solo album with a ton of collaborations uh, with different people in the scene, and yeah. um, you know we're all on it, and um, a bunch of other people, but. I think he has 17 different collaborators from Seattle. It's it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so he's, he wow. just released uh, on April 1st. He released the first two. The first two songs. So he's yeah. starting to roll it out. But check out that. Um, basically all, all of our friends are working on albums. So this uh, Colorworks has a bunch of songs in the works. 
Um, Word. Yeah. Uh, High Crime's killing it right now. They're doing some really cool. All their mm-hmm. videos yeah. and content is really um, impressive. Yeah, their song uh, "Rainy Days" and "Crooked Sheets" is so good, and it's just getting all this attention, and I'm so happy for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were really good. Definitely. Music yeah, video. that music video is. Yeah. yeah, that music video is awesome. To anybody that's listening out there, shout out High Crime. Uh, what was it? Rainy days. Something and crooked, crooked sheets. sheets. Rainy days and crooked yeah, sheets. Check that out. Yeah, whoever made that, I want to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, who else? The you know user. Um, it's another electronic artist in Seattle. He's putting out stuff left and right. He's killing it. Um, who else? We can stop there. <laughs> yeah. We can we can just keep going. There's yeah. too, there's too many. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Seesaw <laughs> put out something recently. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sea Salt's latest album is pretty fire as oh, well. I love it. Yep, that's one I listen to a lot while driving. <laughs> Scythe King. Mm-hmm. Scythe King. Yep. Yes, killing yes, it. Yes, killer video of last year. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, do y'all have any uh, last words out there? Any uh, wise words from Slender Dan? Oh gosh. Listen in headphones. Listen in headphones. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Enjoy life. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, that's perfect. <laughs> it's not bad advice, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I have to remind myself that all the time. Like, you're fine. <laughs> Just keep going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just keep swimming. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, where can people follow y'all? And where can uh, people stream your music? All, all of the spots. I don't, are we on Tidal? I don't think we're on Tidal. We're on everything else. Spotify. Yeah. Apple uh, Music. Um, our visual EP is on YouTube um, and on KEXP's website. Um, we're on you know, Bandcamp. Yeah, Bandcamp. Um, we did like a – did we do Pay What You Want? Yeah. Yeah, so if people wanted to like uh, donate, that's that's the place to do it there. But yeah, Spotify is the main, the main thing. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, where are y'all on uh, social media? Oh, all of them. Instagram, Facebook, okay. Twitter. I'm trying to talk this one into making a TikTok, but I don't think it's in the cards. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what we would do on there. <laughs> you know, it sucks Hi. that we're all in our 30s because, like, if we were just like 10 years younger, we'd be like, "Yeah, duh, this is how it works." And yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It just seems like too much to learn <laughs> i don't want to have to do it <laughs> that's too many things <laughs> and uh before we go uh do y'all have any questions for me thanks for uh doing this yeah how many interviews have yeah. you done uh this will be number 20 f- wait so I just released the 23rd, 24th. Y'all are either the 25th or the 26th. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So that a couple makes, in the can. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. yeah. It's been, it's been different. It's not like a passion of mine necessarily, but you know, I was booking, you know, anywhere between two to five shows a week and now I can't do that. So, right. you know, it's been good to like pass the time. Well, similar outcome for both, both, um, avenues right so you're you're giving bands like um a spotlight or a platform right so it's it's a similar kind of a a role which is which is neat 
Uh, we need people mm, like you doing definitely. this, so that's, that's pretty sweet. Do you typically like to stay that. kind of behind the laptop booking? Is this weird for you to be, you know, talking and on camera now? or? So uh, a lot of the shows that I, I book are actually DIY, so I would, like, have to be there to, like, you know, bring the sound system or something. So, wow. you know, I'm not, like... You know, I'm I'm usually there like on the stage so people see me and you know, like sometimes I'll have to be on the mic like, Hey, don't leave, there is another band you know, <laughs> stuff like <Yeah>. that. <laughs> yeah. This is right up your alley. The Wrangler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. My my job is to just yeah, compile musicians together <laughs> and just hope that people show up. So this way it's like compiling musicians and just hoping people listen. So it's yeah, it's virtually the same anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's cool. Yeah. Well, you're doing great. <laughs> Thanks for having oh, us on. <laughs> yes, <laughs> indeed. And uh, I'll be sure to put uh, Slender Dan's uh, links in the bio on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor.fm. And be sure to follow me at Cap City Presents on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And I will hopefully see y'all next week. Have a good night, y'all. Bye. Bye. Thank you.